Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program as we wrap up this working week. But, of course, the sport never stops right here on SEN. Well done to Copes MC as they wrap up a full week in Brecky, wherever you've joined us on SEN, 11.70am in Sydney or across the SEN app work, you know, uh, app rather, the you know the drill, 0457 736 736 is my text line, 1300 01 1170 is my open line. And especially motorsport fans or those that don't really understand what's going on in the world of Formula One, throw it all at me this morning. I've been hitting the phones. I've been speaking to Europe. I've been trying to get as much as I can around this Lewis Hamilton situation. And we don't know all the facts, but I've got a pretty good idea, I think, of of how this has all played out. The biggest question will be what happens next. And I'll break all that down for you in just a second. I reckon sometimes like this when it is a monumental sporting story, we need an explainer first, then we can get opinions, and then we can throw in our own along the way. So we'll do all that this morning. The weather around Sydney, cloudy today with tops of 28 in the city and 32 out west. So it's going to be another hot one tomorrow. Pretty much the same, and then 32 on Sunday. So pretty good weekend. And I've run my eye across the weather down in Melbourne ahead of this afternoon's opening ODI Australia v. the West Indies at the MCG. No sign of rain, according to the Bureau. And uh, weather check there, 21 degrees. Jaleesa Apps will join me this morning. We'll cover all of the football news and sporting news. Lisa Stalaka, who'll be calling with us as we uh, take on the second ODI on Sunday here on SEN, will join me. Chris Nelson has his race tips for tomorrow, focusing on Rose Hill and also focusing on Eagle Farm. And always good to bring Robbie Slater back into action. So later on in the program, Robbie will be joining me. Okay, let's get this uh, to this big news issue of the day. Lewis Hamilton leaving Mercedes and going to Ferrari. That's it in a nutshell. And that's enough to tip the world of Formula One on its head. Just when I went to bed last night, there was a, a tweet put out by Will Buxton. Now, Those who've seen Drive to Survive will probably pick up that name. A guy who's in the Formula One news cycle, and he said there's a big bombshell coming. Now, we had to wait until early this morning before it dropped, but I didn't think it was going to be this big. However, I've got to say that I always thought with Lewis Hamilton that something like this was a possibility, and I'll explain those reasons soon. But he has announced that he will activate a release option to leave Mercedes at the end of this season. You've got to remember that last August, Lewis Hamilton re-signed 
with Mercedes for 2024 and 2025. So he committed to them until the end of next season. But then overnight, he's decided to activate an option that he had in there to get out of that last season. Minutes later, Ferrari announced that their next driver will be Lewis Hamilton. They haven't said what else is going to happen. This is how it works. So the fact in Formula One is this. Where there's smoke, there's a raging fire, folks. There's always something going on. And behind the scenes, these manoeuvres take place at snail's pace sometimes and then Formula One pace at other times, especially when it gets to the pointy end. You're talking about somebody here who is on more than $50 million per season US. You're talking about a seven-time championship winner. So let's run through it. Lewis is now 39. He'll be 40 next year. He'll turn 40 in January next year. He won his first Formula One title in 2008, and then he went on the tear in 2014, 15, 17, 18, 19, and 2020. The only thing that broke up that chain of events was Nico Rosberg, his teammate, winning in 2016. So his last title was won in 2020. There'll be plenty who will say that he should have won in 2021. And the way that it panned out in Abu Dhabi with the disaster there at the end for Mercedes, he ends up finishing second and had that played out differently. And in my opinion, there were mistakes made in those calls. He would have been an eight-time Formula One world champ. But here are the facts. Since then, he's finished sixth in the championship and third last year in the championship. And in the last two years, he has yet uh, has not won a race. After 15 straight years in Formula One, where he's won at least one and multiple races along the way. So in the last two years, while Lewis Hamilton, the greatest driver of our era probably, has not been winning races, Max Verstappen's won 34 of them in the last two years alone. Lewis has been within the Mercedes system since he was 13 years of age. So for 26 years of his driving career, he's been at the bosom of Mercedes. So that puts into perspective what kind of move this is. He's been openly critical of the team at times, especially over last year, and that raised an eyebrow for me because the last thing they want to do, drivers, is get their engineers offside. So why move? Well, the bottom line here is Mercedes aren't winning. They're not winning championships. They're not winning races. They're going to be playing catch-up for a while because Red Bull are so far down the street and Max Verstappen is in that kind of form in that kind of car that they'll be playing catch-up this season, next season, and probably the season after. So does Lewis Hamilton want to stay where he is and essentially be a development driver for a new era? No way. Why Ferrari? Everybody wants to drive for Ferrari. There's the romantic notion of being with Ferrari, the oldest and most successful team in Formula One championship history, but they haven't won a driver's title since 2007 when Kimi Raikkonen last won. They haven't won the constructor's title since 2008. So there's risk in Lewis Hamilton going there, but the reward is if they're ahead of the game, that Mercedes are playing, which has pinned the tail on the donkey for the next couple of years, then maybe he jags a win or two. Highly unlikely, I reckon, that he jags another championship, and that's what he wants because he's tied on the record books with Michael Schumacher as the most championship title-winning driver in history. They've both won seven. Schumacher won his last in 2004. He was 35 when he did that. 
Hamilton won his last in 2020. He was 35 when he did that. And like I said, he'll be 40 next year. Verstappen has got plenty of time. He's 26 and he's won three already. And I dare say he'll win another one this season. So there are a lot of questions here. What happens next at Ferrari? Well, Charles Leclerc will be locked in. Carlos Sainz will be out the door. Does that lead to a straight swap between Mercedes and Ferrari where Carlos Sainz goes to Mercedes for Lewis? Lewis goes over there. Either way, Merck have now saved themselves roughly 50 million US in one driver's salary. So there's a lot playing out here and it will trickle down pit lane, including perhaps to Daniel Ricciardo. One of the leading experts in Formula One. I've had the pleasure of calling the Australian Formula One Grand Prix with him many times. He's currently in Italy, so he's right in the middle of where it's all happening, is James Allen, and he's given me this update. Quite an interesting development. Probably one of the biggest shake-ups, I would say, in the Formula One driver market for, for several decades. It's something out in Senna, who's Hamilton's idol, thought about doing. He had several conversations with... Ferrari about switching from McLaren to Ferrari, but never made that move. Um, it's a little bit reminiscent as well of, of, of Schumacher. You know, Schumacher had his the bulk of his success of his career with Ferrari and then switched to, to Mercedes after he came back for retirement and Hamilton's kind of doing the, the, the opposite. So there's all sorts of very interesting echoes from history in this situation. I guess some of us have always kind of felt that there was some possibility that Hamilton might do something like this. I think it speaks volumes about how secure he feels and how much money he's made in his career um, and how he has his own pathway set for his future. A lot of people would probably be considering, you know, these Hamilton's been with Mercedes his whole Formula One life. Therefore, he's set, he's set for life as an ambassador for Mercedes. He could, you know, go on through to his 60s and 70s representing the brand. But he clearly feels he wants to go his own way. I think US is a huge part of the focus for Hamilton in the future. And Ferrari is a, a much bigger brand in the US than the Mercedes is. So I think all of those things will have played into his considerations. Clearly, it's not great for Mercedes. It, it doesn't say a lot about how he feels about their chances of competitiveness going forward. So he's going to put himself in a situation in 2025 where he's going to be 40 years old. He's going to be up against Charles Leclerc. He clearly feels that he can beat Leclerc in, in equal machinery. But of course, he's also got to beat Max Verstappen in a Red Bull. And both Leclerc and Verstappen will be entering their peak years as Grand Prix drivers. They'll be in their late 20s. And, um, you know, Leclerc's made a few mistakes, but he's still fundamentally an exceptional driver. And, and Verstappen's already three-time world champion. So it's not going to be easy for Hamilton. It's going to be very, very interesting to see how it all plays out. And, of course, I guess the question you want to ask is, where does this all leave Danny Rick, right? So, I mean, Danny Rick's got himself back into Formula One. He's been someone that's been thought about by Mercedes in the past. Um, he's got his drive for next for this year coming up, 2024. But there is that seat now at Mercedes alongside George Russell. Could Danny fit the bill as a as a sort of an elite driver to go into there? I think it helps him that Lando Norris has just um, committed his future to McLaren until 2027. And of course, Piastri, as we already know, who for me is the outstanding young driver coming through the system in Formula One, is committed at McLaren until the end of 2026. So. I think those two have taken themselves out of the driver market. McLaren have been clever there to lock them in. So it's intriguing to see what the possibilities are at Mercedes. And one would have to say that, I guess, from Danny Rick's point of view, if he can really show what he's made of this year, it, it will definitely put him uh, right there in the shop window. So let's wait and see.
leading Formula One expert James Allen there coming in from Italy with his thoughts on this whole scenario. And I did pose that question to him early this morning about Danny Rick. Daniel Ricciardo, how does this play out for him? Because Dan is now back on the grid in Formula One. Let's take Oscar Piastri out of this because, as James mentioned, he's locked in at McLaren. They're not going to let him go anywhere. But Daniel Ricciardo had the opportunity to come back in as a Mercedes reserve driver. And he decided to sit out the season. I remember saying to those in motorsport at the time, almost flippantly, but half thinking this was serious for me, Daniel Ricciardo would be better somewhere near the Mercedes family because, in my opinion, Lewis Hamilton, out of all the drivers there, was the most likely to jump on his private jet and go become a fashion designer. He was the most likely to pull something really out of left field. And that's what's happened. That's exactly what's happened. So if Daniel Ricciardo was there as a reserve driver at the moment, I reckon he'd be stepping straight up. And I reckon he'd be going straight in. But right now, he's at the sister team at Red Bull, and he's going to be a fair way behind Max Verstappen in the senior team. Really interesting stuff. So it's a monumental move in sport. If you've got other monumental moves that you'd like to um, offer up, let me know this morning or any questions about that or your thoughts and opinions, let me know. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Some big results in that coaches survey uh, for Rugby League. 50% of coaches support Perth as the next expansion team. Now, here's the damning number for me. 10% support Papua New Guinea. What does that say to headquarters? And I reckon it's because we don't have all the facts and figures and reasons behind that put properly on the table, which is something that I've been saying often right here. Do you agree with what the coaches are saying? Half of the coaches in the league are saying, let's go to Perth instead of Papua New Guinea. 10% of them saying Papua New Guinea would be a, a preferred destination. That flies in the face of everything that's coming out of NRL headquarters. The biggest issue? Well, 23% say that player agents are the biggest issue. And then you've got transfer system and concussion around the same, th- uh, same number. The biggest threat is concussion. And the coaches know that as well as pretty much everybody involved in rugby league knows that. So what do you make of those survey results so far? Been discussed at length this morning. Does it show that the NRL is perhaps making a mistake by continually pushing the Papua New Guinea narrative? They haven't made any decisions, but it's pretty obvious that that's preferred destination from headquarters. Meanwhile, um, the red carpet's being prepared, vacuumed, ready and rolled out for the big names when the NRL gets to Vegas. Lachlan Murdoch is going to be guest of honour. There's a tick right there. And they're hoping that Tom Brady will come along as a plus one. (laughs) I reckon Lachlan's got a few plus ones who he could lean lean on. Um, And it appears as though Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe both won't be there. They're both unavailable. So here's a question for you, right? Who do you reckon the NRL's Taylor Swift could be? Like the NFL have got their Taylor Swift moment whether you think it's manufactured or not, it's there. Who could the NRL draft on in? Who's the cutaway shot in the middle of those double headers, constantly up to the box to engage the American audience, engage those that are watching it in North America for the first time? Let me know. Let me know your thoughts on that one. Margot Robbie, perhaps? Is that enough star power for you? Jack Whiten set for rep footy return, poised to come out of retirement just a year after he essentially went in to representative retirement. If he does play for New South Wales, 
this year. It'll only further the belief that he's out of uh, he was out of out of sync with Brad Fittler, and that was the reason why he decided not to play last year. So we'll flesh all the rugby league issues out. And cricket, as I mentioned, the first ODI begins today down at the MCG. Cam Green is going to miss the T20 series in New Zealand to focus on more Red Bull activity. So he'll miss the start of Australia's tour there and they want him to focus on some Sheffield Shield match play, which is which is pretty much par for the course, especially with somebody like Cameron Green. India v England, a test update for Edgewater Homes, build with confidence. So the second test begins today. You'll hear it later on this afternoon on our SEN app. England won the first test by 28 runs and India will de- uh, be depleted yet again. Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund, up to $1,500 a month off your home loan for two years and T's and C's apply. So there you go. It's a busy Friday morning. It's all coming at us. 0457 736 736. Let me know your NRLs, the, the NRLs version. Who's their Taylor Swift? Who's the Taylor Swift they're going to they're gonna roll out the red carpet for? Is it Taylor Swift in Las Vegas? And your thoughts around Lewis Hamilton's bombshell move from Mercedes to Ferrari.